listening to the Always Be Booked Caribbean Cruise and Orlando Vacation Cruise Cast with your host, Tommy Casabona. All aboard and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast show coming to you not quite live from Orlando, Florida. I want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to find, download, and listen to the show as we cover anything and everything relating to cruising. September 4th is the date. And this is the official launch with episode zero. Now, what do I mean by episode zero? It's sort of a podcast industry term to let you guys behind the curtain a little bit. Um, You're supposed to have this episode zero set up so that you can basically give a little bit of a background of your show, almost like a syllabus. Let people know what they could expect by tuning in and listening to your show uh, in the event they tune in, start tuning in like maybe episode 74 they hear a little bit, ah, this is kind of sounds cool, what's this guy all about? You go back to the episode zero, and you could always have kind of like a little bit of a, um, I guess, a basic overview of what we're going to cover. So if that's you, and uh, you're listening in the future, how you doing? Hope you're enjoying the show, and uh, we sure hope we are still around kicking and bringing you all the stuff relating to cruising that you guys are tuning in to listen to. Like I said, this show is going to cover all things cruising. Uh, we'll get into a lot of stuff, the different cruise lines, uh, particularly the big three, Royal Caribbean, Carnival, and Norwegian. We will discuss the others, but the expertise that I have um, is in the big three and, um, you know, some, I guess, we, Disney will come into play and stuff like that. Uh, MSC will come into play. They all will. Any Anytime, any, I want to make this interactive, so any cruise line, cruise vacation, uh, you guys think about and you want to bring to the table as far as emailing or calling in when we eventually end up opening up the phones, we will do that. But um, also, uh, Caribbean, uh, that's going to be the main focus as well. You want to talk Alaska, you want to talk Mediterranean, uh, that's all on the table too. But, you know, we're going to kind of stick with what we know. We'll talk about some of the new developments in the industry. Uh, We'll talk about a lot of the ports of call, the more popular ports of call, and the not so popular and the hidden, you know, hidden gems as far as ports of call go. A lot of the excursions within those ports of call, uh, there's plenty of helpful hints and information that I don't necessarily just want to give to you, even though I know a good amount of them, but I want to have our guests that we have on share a lot of them, and I want you to kind of, you know, like I said with the whole interactive thing, throw them back at us as well. Uh, you know, this is supposed to be uh, as much of a back and forth as we possibly can make it, uh, you know. I'd love to, but I, I don't plan on doing this whole thing myself, ladies and gentlemen, so please kind of be in the mix. Stay in the mix. I'll look forward to uh, keeping the show interesting with different guests every week uh, as much as possible. Now, I'm not promising a guest every week. Uh, I will try my hardest to keep the show moving with uh, visitors from all aspects of life, whether it's professionals on board, whether it's entertainers, whether it's people in the uh, you know cruise industry, travel agents, or people who cover it, uh, bloggers or whatever. All the way down to people that I've cruised with that are just interesting characters and, uh, you know, personalities that I think can bring a little bit of, uh, you know, fun um, to the show. So I got all that. Uh, What else are we looking to do here? Um, It's going to be a little bit of a long-form program. It's going to be me kind of spewing all the things because I obviously have a lot of passion about cruising. So it's just going to be a lot of me with a microphone kind of just throwing ideas off at you and kind of giving you a lot of – Stuff I've taken away uh, from cruising and what it's meant to me over the years. Uh, If you didn't get the memo already, I am absolutely not a professional broadcaster, so please go easy on me. Or don't, you know what I mean? Again, uh, I'm hoping to keep this kind of, uh, you know, 
offbeat, irreverent, fun. We're going to break chops. You guys can absolutely email me. Give me a hard time when I misspeak. Make fun of anything you don't like about me or if I say something wrong, which I – listen, I'm saying it here. I will. I'll get things wrong. Uh, please feel free to correct me whenever possible. Again, the, you know, with that whole back and forth thing. Um, it's a hobby. You know what I mean? I'm very, very excited about it. I have a full-time job. I work in the nightclub, uh, restaurant, bar industry, and that's a lot of fun. But damn, is it taxing, especially at uh, however many years old I am. Not that we have to talk about age or whatever. <laughs> but uh, um, this is a good cruising. is a huge, huge, huge release for me when I get to do that two or three times a year. And, uh, you know, anytime I can kind of get my thoughts geared towards or put my mind to cruising, that is an escape from the hectic day-to-day craziness that is involved. And I'm not saying it's a – I got a good job, man. It's it's fun, you know, but you're always on, man. It's nuts and, you know, that's why I think I kind of love cruising so much because it does afford you the ability to just really, really kick back. I, I want to get some of your uh, input on why you have fallen in love with cruising as well. What else? I definitely am not going to be shy about giving my opinions. I am not uh, in bed with any cruise lines or any travel agencies or any um, you know any uh, bloggers that have an affiliation with anybody. So you're going to get what I really, really think about anything and everything, and I'm going to put it in my own unique way. Sometimes it's going to be funny. Sometimes it's going to be frustrated. You may catch me off of a cruise where I'm pissed off about something. You're going to hear it, and you're going to hear the good, the bad, and the ugly on the whole thing. These will be opinions. Uh, I do my best to remain PC, but there will be no promises there. Guys, don't take it serious. It's just some fun. Um, since this is a long-form topics, other than cruising, I'm sure they're going to pop up here and there. You know, when you, you know, go live on the mic, if the Yankees are hot, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Yankees. You know what I mean? If we have something else that pops up, some interesting stuff that comes up during the day, uh, you know, throughout the, the the weeks that go by when we're not on the air, you know, hopefully you're going to hear about it. Hopefully you'll find it interesting and hopefully you'll just kind of be a part of it and enjoy it. And, uh, you know, I want to hear yours too. Again, the emails. We have an email set up. It's called alwaysbebooked at gmail.com. Please, feedback is key in anything. We are nothing. I am nothing without feedback. So please uh, give it to me as often as possible. Um, interesting stories as well. Great cruises, bad cruises, horror stories. Uh, feel-good stories, whatever you guys got, give it to me over the email, and I will read as much of them as possible on the air. The the show, like I said, given a little bit more of an explanation, the show is not necessarily going to be about breaking news. Uh, It's not going to be a breaking news type of format. There will be some news that comes up. We will talk about new ships here and there, but I'm not going to be like on the scene at whatever's float out kind of doing uh you know getting scoops out to you because you know i'm in the field you know it's it's not like that this is more of like you know you have the compared to if like you got a cruise news show or any type of news show is like a sports center i'm like the first take if anybody watches sports or espn and knows what the hell i'm talking about with that mine is more analytical you know it's not necessarily uh let's let's put it in news form it's uh it's not the live news it's more of the uh you know Meet the press or the face of the nation. Just more opinions, analytics, and stuff like that. Having fun. Still having fun. One of the things that I wanted to do while we were doing the episode zero was get into a little bit of why I got into cruising and uh, where it all started for me. As I mentioned before, I was in the bar business. I still am in the bar business, uh, restaurant business, whatever you want to call it, you know, just alcohol and food related. 
when I was in New York City, we were uh, working uh, late one night. We decided the next day we were going to have a little bit of a staff outing. We were going to bring the whole staff over to what's called the frying pan. Anybody who lives in Manhattan or around Manhattan knows the frying pan is a floating restaurant that is permanently docked. It's like a sailboat where uh, it's just a bar. It just stays there and you just kind of hop on the dock and you know they have a bar and everything. And it's a very, very popular place in New York City uh, when the weather is nice. So we all went there. We're having a few drinks, and um, you know you're all always tired and wound up from you know days turn into nights, night turn nights turn into days, and it's a grind. It really, really is a grind. So we're out there. We got a couple of cocktails. It's beautiful out. It's like you know, an early April, uh, beginning of spring, and we're on this dock. And I know about cruises, of course. I'm not you know living in a cave. I know I know there's such thing as cruises. I know people talk about Car- Caribbean cruises and Carnival. Of course, I've heard of this and that. And, you know, I figured you leave out of Miami, you go to a couple islands, you come back in three days. That's really kind of what it was on my radar. But while we're sitting there drinking, there's maybe about 11 to 12 of us sitting there having a good time. All of a sudden, we're right on the Hudson River. And this beast goes by us. And uh, I'm not 100% sure what the ship was. I, I really it wasn't on my you know radar back then. But we're just on the Hudson River, and this mammoth of a cruise ship, comes by and i'm like wow this thing is a i mean uh, first of all i don't even know how it doesn't run aground in the hudson river but it's making it through the river and it's uh you know there's tons of people on it they're waving they're screaming the horns going off you could hear the music in the distance from the lido deck and i'm like where the hell is that thing going and then somebody this is stupid but somebody said it's going probably going to caribbean puerto rico whatever I'm like, where they leave out of New York to go down there? I'm like, they're like, yeah, they, well, yeah. He, he, my assistant manager, Jr. Shout out to Jr. Uh, he was like, in fact, I was going to request some time off in two months. We got a family cruise going down as well. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm getting on one of those. I'm like, holy crap, that thing looks amazing. It looks like a blast, and I had no idea that it, you know, they leave out of New York to take you to the, uh, you know, Bahamas or the Caribbean or whatever. So having said that, I went home. Uh, within a few days, I was found myself looking up some cruises online. I saw that you could uh, get one of these things and, and, and just go right to Puerto Rico. So I called a friend who was available, uh, you know, another person in the bar industry that, you know, had the flexibility of the schedule and stuff like that and, you know, would, would kind of enjoy something like that. So we booked an eight-day sailing out of New York City in mid-September on the Carnival Miracle. That was the first ship I ever went on. And I'm going to tell you something. The minute I got on this thing, I was hooked. It was exactly what I thought it would be and everything more. Uh, the itinerary was San Juan, St. Thomas, and Grand Turk. I had done no research, so I really had no info on anything, what the ship had to offer uh, on board or uh, what the islands were, what we could do with the ports of call and what some of the excursions were. I really was just kind of winging it. So that was fine. I mean I really didn't care. You know, That was fine with me. But what I did realize is how much you can kind of optimize the trip if you do do the planning, if you do look into stuff and you do know where to go and you do know about the steakhouse and, you know, the formal night and this and that. So I really, really, really got into it. Uh, the minute I was done with that cruise, I knew 100% it wasn't going to be my last and I was absolutely looking up cruises uh 
the minute I got off that ship to doing maybe another six, eight months or whatever it was. Uh, and that's where the kind of the name comes from. We'll get into that a little bit later. But again, this is the Always Be Booked cruise cast, and that's kind of the theme for that. Um, so I really, really kind of fell in love with so many aspects of the cruising. And I'll start with a few of those. And I guess forgive me if I got to throw out the old uh, nerd alert because it might get a little geeky right now, but it is what it is. You know, we're on here, we're doing a. <laughs> doing a podcast about cruising so i guess we don't have to really throw out too many nerd alerts it's kind of uh, assumed um start with the, just the vessel itself you look at that thing and again when i was standing outside of the frying pan and this thing just sails past it i don't know anywhere from 2500 to 3000 people screaming waving having a time of their life dancing uh you know uh, the thing was just a, a, a ball of fun. It just was like something I just knew I had to be on. The thing is freaking beyond, beyond impressive. It's it's legitimately a floating wonder of the world. You also have to kind of respect the operation as a whole. Where in the world, I mean, I'm sure a few places, you know, military operations and stuff like that. But, I mean, where where do you get like a thousand people on, uh, on, a, on a boat that basically, uh, and I shouldn't call it a boat, this is a professional, you know, I should call it a ship. It's a ship. Everyone has their role. It's a thousand plus people working in unison, uh, you know, and in those turnaround days, you know, I didn't know that at the time. But, you know, when you come back into port, these cruise ships are not in the business of wasting money. So they're not sitting around in port gearing up for the next cruise for two or three days. No, it's a matter of hours in which they are unloading the ship, everything and everybody, and then reloading it with a whole new set of passengers the uh, everything has to be cleaned. Everything has to be restocked. All the food has to be reprepped. Uh, everything has to be kind of rewound and set back to start for the next crew to commit. And to me, for that to happen in like a six-hour time frame is just—I mean, I don't—I don't get it. I almost don't even understand how that happens. And then while you're during the vacation, during your trip, everyone continuously stays with that nice smile. Uh, you know, you get a few people who obviously are miserable, but that's just to be expected. I don't even let them get me down because, I mean, I get it. You live you live at sea, and there's going to be a couple of uh, people who are a little bit burnt out. But for the most part, you know, those cabin stewards, how do they – they freaking know your name every single time. I don't even get it. They they, they, they know – they must, I don't know how what their method is of remembering everybody's name who's staying. Uh, even when there's a couple of guys, they know. All right, so I'm sailing with Nick. Within the freaking first two hours, they know I'm Nick. They know I'm Tommy, and they know he's Nick. Or, you know, if it's with a girl, they know who. who obviously, it's a little easier in that regard. But, um, it's just amazing the whole operation. The convenience of this thing. You're talking about a vessel, a ship that is three football fields long. It's basically the height of an office building. It takes you from the wind and cold of New York City, and in two days, just plants you right in paradise while entertaining the crap out of you the entire way. I mean, vacations for relaxation. You get on this thing, and you just let it do its thing. Um, I personally am more into, you know, the relaxing part of it or, you know, the drinking part of it. But whatever you want to do on these cruises, you can relax, you can rage out, you can eat like a king, you can see live music, you can watch a Broadway-style show, uh, check out a stand-up comedian, and on Carnival... The stand-up comedian is almost is great. It's almost like being in the comedy cellar in New York City. It's raunchy. It's not PC. They warn you about 16 different times to make sure if you're easily offended to leave the room. But once once it gets going, 
all uh, the gloves are off, and it is you know for a family you know for a family uh, labeled type of vacation, those stand up comedy shows just they they they, they get deep. Uh, it's great. Um, you just you just get dressed and go. So you're on this ship, and all of this stuff is right at your fingertips. You walk out of your cabin, and okay, which way am I going to go to be entertained by somebody? You know, versus the land style vacations. Uh, you know, and just this is a personal thing. You know what I mean? Why I prefer. You know, the cruise vacation over a land-based vacation is because maybe it has something to do with the uh, taxing lifestyle I do live. And, you know, if you're sitting in an office all week, maybe you don't mind being a little bit more adventurous and maybe putting a little bit more energy into your vacation. But when half your job is running around chasing a bunch of, you know, drunks or running around trying to uh, satisfy a dining room full of people's fickle needs and an ever uh, increasingly... uh, I guess uh, society that's expectations of food and service are are are, are just upped. It's crazy how it is nowadays. Um, you just kind of you, you'd look for the type of vacation where you're gonna just shut down when you get on a cruise. You pay the one price. Now, the last couple of years, almost every cruise line has jumped on board with the drink packages. When I first started, which is not even that long ago, there wasn't uh, that many drink packages available, so it was very expensive. You had to Get all your food. I still thought it was a great deal. You know what I mean? The cruise and included your lodging, your uh, shows, your everything, your entertainment, your food. But you had to pay for the drinks. And now you just pay an extra whatever it is depending upon how many nights. It's around $50 per day average I would say. And you can get the drink package and that just makes it a no-brainer. You know, I'm not looking to have to get on a plane, uh, make reservations, rent a car, I don't know, get directions everywhere you're going to go. You got to wait on lines at nightclubs. You got to, you know, figure out, you know, which, you know, just a lot of walking. And, you know, I, I the one thing I can't, I got to, cruising is not the most cultural experience thing. I understand that. A lot of people want to go out and they want to see uh, history. They want to see, you know, the Coliseum. They want to see these places that are just, I mean, and I do not knock that whatsoever. And uh, at some point, I'll probably end up wanting to and probably doing a lot of that stuff. But for how it is right now, just the simplicity, the economics of it, the cruises just make so much sense for me. I just love it. I love having a balcony going into hitting Puerto Rico and then the next day finding yourself in the Virgin Islands. And then the next day after that, who? where are we today? We're in uh, Grand Cayman. Or, well, actually, that's Western. But, you know, somewhere in Grand Turk or something like that or, you know, the Bahamas. Private islands all these cruise lines have now. It's just gotten so big. And now the emergence of the mega ship. Uh, this definitely will probably do a show around that at some point. Just the new uh, the mega ship. And I have yet to experience a mega ship and I'm dying to do it. So... For me, I guess you get the idea by now. Cruising is where it's at for me. I do love to cruise, and uh, we are going to get into it all. Uh, if this, Obviously, this show is unique, you know what I mean? So don't think that this is going to be the format for all the shows. The other shows are going to be structured. You know, We'll basically have a loose outline. We'll probably go off on a lot of tangents as well. We'll talk about anything under the sun, but it's basically going to be molded around the framework of cruising, and uh, we'll have other guests on and stuff. And uh, I really, really hope you guys tune in on a weekly basis and and check this out. You know, it's funny because uh, a lot of cruisers and cruising has a reputation in the world. And to me, I kind of laugh at it because it does make me laugh. I am a ball breaker and uh, I do like to, you know, 
have a good back and forth. So I definitely don't take it personally. You've heard all the uh, knocks about cruisers with the uh, what's the the phrase they always call us the uh, overfed and nearly dead or uh, overfed and newly wed, whatever you want to, versions of that they do, you know, disparaging. I like to think they're tongue-in-cheek remarks about people who cruise. Uh, you know, they say that you're herded around like cattle, you got no freedom, they just tell you that everything's regimented. They also knock the whole uh, germ thing. They call them the floating Petri dishes and stuff like that. One of my favorite stand-up comedians is Bill, Bill Burr. And uh, he does a bit where he's like, you know, we just, you know, there's too many people in this world. We got to just exercise some sort of global population control. I guess the, was it Conan, I think, was just setting him up. Oh, so what do you what do you propose? How, how would we possibly do that, Bill? Obviously just, you know, setting him up for a fastball. And uh, Burr goes, I think we should randomly sink cruise ships. And then the audience got a he got a huge laugh out of it, and everybody was laughing. But and uh, Kona was like, "What the hell? What's wrong with you? Are you out of your mind? Explain yourself." He's just like, "Well, you know, there's too many people in the world. You do it randomly every once in a while, and let's be honest, it's a uh, it's 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 a, it's a good group of people to get rid of. And you know, if you're, I could see you taking that personally if you're a real hardcore cruiser, but you don't, you can't. You know what I mean? It's all in good fun. Let them break our chops. I make fun of the people who." You know, don't go on, you know, who spend freaking $5,000 to go for five days in Europe or, you know, have to carry a backpack around and, you know, you know, basically go on these adventures where they nearly kill themselves. And, you know, they come back to work basically more tired and stressed out and broke than they than they were when they left. And, you know, so there's always that back and forth. It's not for everybody. I definitely get it. All the people, the seasick thing, too. I get all the all the reasons why people. Do not like cruising? Listen, I get it. You know, I've tried to take a couple of people on cruises, and they were honest with me. Yeah, I had a good time, Tommy. Uh, just, I don't think it's for me, really. And I get that. So uh, if you're listening to this, hopefully it is for you, and there's going to be plenty, plenty more to come. We're going to uh, definitely, definitely try to, you know, while we say keep a loose loose format, we will try to introduce some fun segments Maybe some of them will last uh, forever. Maybe some of them will do a couple of weeks and we'll realize they suck and, you know, not do them again. But, you know, we'll do stuff like ship of the week and we'll analyze like this, you know, whatever. It's a cool, really cool ship that really people are really flocking to. It's really popular or hot or new or a mega ship. And we'll go over a ship of the week and kind of basically give you the ins and the outs of that ship once a week. We'll kind of dive into some of the ports, mainly in the Caribbean, get into them a little bit. Featured interviews, like I said, anybody from professionals on board or just friends that I've cruised with that are a whole lot of fun. Uh, Recommended excursions that may be sanctioned by the cruise line or maybe some off the beaten stuff that we discovered along the way that you might want to do that, you know, the cruise lines won't tell you about, you know, and we're not responsible for if you... uh, (laughs) If you go too far off the beaten path, we'll do it. Like I said, off the cuff, we may talk movies here and there. We may talk sports, just having fun across the board. Also, what I will like to do is throw in uh, something called Tommy's three pack, which will be three. I will do the research on this on my own without, you know, basically off the air. And I will come prepared to each uh, cruise cast with three amazing deals on cruising that I personally researched and definitely recommend to you based on value. So uh, you could take them or leave them. I will give you full disclosure here. I am currently signed with a uh, host agency. I will be selling travel. Ideally, you're listening to this show. And if some of what I say on this show drives you to, you know, use my services and take my help and 
kind of <clears throat> at least get the help from me. Listen, man, I, I, I'm, I'm new with that too as well. I'm jumping right into that. It's an experience and it's basically a hobby. I find this. When I'm online looking for cruises for myself or I found for anybody, when I'm online looking for cruises, I'm happy. So uh, whether you sign up with me and I book you a vacation or whether I give you some advice or you take my you know, three-pack recommendations and go directly to the cruise line and booking yourself really doesn't matter so much for me doing this kind of for the love. Hopefully it develops into something uh, more than a hobby. If it doesn't, it's still enriching my life. So hopefully it's enriching yours. And that's really all I got as far as that goes. Oh, I wanted to get into just the always be booked thing. You know what I mean? I found that it uh, doesn't matter how far out it is. Just always be booked on a cruise. If you go on one a year, Book a cruise the minute you get off the other one. You know what I mean? It does a lot for you. For me, I found that it puts me to the to the gym more often than I otherwise would have gone. It also gives me something to look forward to. It also uh, gives you, you know, there's tons of ways, whether it's Facebook, Cruise Critic, or a Shipmate app. To be able to connect with the people that you're about to cruise with, it opens you up to new people. You know, you make new friends and... Those are the three main reasons, and those and there's probably more, but those are the three are enough. You know, you, you you stay you stay in shape a little bit better. You you feel good every day because you know you have a cruise countdown coming. I personally like to do two a year, so usually it's not more than a hundred and eighty or so for me. But just the point is, always be booked. Just always be booked on a cruise. You know you're going to end up on it. Gives you something to look forward to, and that's it. I don't know how this let this first show went. Cut me a little slack because it is the first one ever. Hopefully you roll with it. The next show we'll do, we'll definitely kind of have a lot of these, um, you know, segments up. We'll have a little bit more of a format. Hopefully we'll have a guest, and uh, hopefully we'll be doing them five hundred, a thousand down the line. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention. Please find me on Instagram. It's always be booked, and on Facebook we have a uh, Facebook page as well. Guess what? Always be booked. Um, there's always the hashtag always be bucked on the Instagram. What I try to do is, uh, I don't know, come up with some funny memes here and there, do some, um, price checking and kind of posting it up there. Try to be offbeat, try to be funny, uh, whatever. Sometimes it, <laughs> sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't, but, uh, you know, it's just fun. Anything to get us thinking, enjoying. And, uh, oh, by the way, if you do not mind, please find me on Instagram. It is always be booked. Also, um, on facebook i have a facebook page it is also always be booked you can find me what i try to do there is post uh pictures of you know destinations cruise ships and stuff like that i also try to come up with uh some cheesy memes uh some of them are funny some of them are i guess maybe annoying but either way uh they're all original so hopefully you guys will get a kick out of that i really really would appreciate if you guys could um follow me on uh on the Instagram and like us on the Facebook. Also, folks, and this is the most important one, if you can, please find the podcast where you found it either on iTunes, on SoundCloud, or on Stitcher. If you can go to iTunes and rate the program, give a couple of comments. That is now basically what iTunes judges the podcast on and basically decides how relevant it is. So if you guys can really, really do me a big favor and do that, um, we're going to an announcement in a couple of weeks, uh, and there will be a pretty significant incentive for you to do so. Um, so if you guys wouldn't mind doing that, please just, it takes two seconds, subscribe 
to the podcast and then go to iTunes, the review section, and uh, give us uh, something favorable if you enjoyed the show. And hopefully uh, you can leave some comments. Appreciate it again. Thanks for listening. And uh, we are really, really excited for episode one coming up next week on the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show. Thank you. Put me down, down in the sand where it's cool Put me down, and when I fall on my stool Put me down, I'll just leave there till morning comes round With sunshine, ten ladies, and pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear that I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leads from. It takes away all of your big problems. You can worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean.